From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm your host, Stephen Cap Perry. It may seem like a stereotype of opera, Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Anyway, we're going to tell you where that came from today. It's from the witty and mischievous town barber, Figaro himself, one of the most recognizable musical tunes in all of operatic history. The Barber of Seville, a prequel to Mozart's The Marriage of Figaro. Rossini said he got paid 1,200 francs for it, plus, quote, a hazel-colored suit. He thought that was not bad payment for what he said was 13 days of work. Rossini, known for writing an average of two operas a year, sometimes four, so he thought he had earned quite a big salary from those 13 days. He was kind of an operatic rock star in his days. Ladies would stop him on the street, beg him for an autograph, or better yet, a lock of his hair. When this, when uh, The Barber of Seville premiered its very first night, things did not go perfectly. A cat walked across the stage, causing people in the audience to start saying, meow, meow. Actually, throughout the rest of the evening, there was a loose board on the stage. One of the actors tripped. It was pretty much a disaster. He locked himself up in the dressing room for the second night and had to be actually pulled out of there to acknowledge the great applause. In fact, a standing ovation the second night. And this has been a very popular opera ever since. So we're going to get to music. We have guests here from all, well, we're going to hear the main parts. Figaro, we'll hear from Rosina, Rosina, who is the love interest here. And maybe by the end, we'll even figure out who gets the gal. So first, every night, Count Almaviva stands under Rosina's window and serenades her. He wants to get close to her, but she is kept under lock and key by Dr. Bartolo. In desperation, Almaviva requests recruits Figaro, the local barber, once one of his servants, to think up a plan that will get him close to Rosina. Let's hear the very beginning of this, one of the most famous songs in all opera when Figaro comes on, takes the stage, saying how great he is. Basically, I can do anything. This is sung by Christopher Clayton. Fortunatissimo per verità, la 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 la
Uno di giorno sempre intorno in giro sta Mio cucagna per maniere vita di un noble ignorosità La 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 Rasorifetti, lasciate fuori, dice il mio comando, tutto qui sta. Lasciate fuori, dice il rasorifetti, il mio comando, tutto qui sta. Se la risorsa mm, del mestiere con la donnetta, col cavaliere, con la donnetta, la 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 la. Col cavaliere, tra la 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 Di qualità, di qualità. Tutti mi chiedono, tutti mi vogliono, donne ragazzi, vecchi fanciulle, quale parrucca, resto la barba, quale sanguigna, resto il biglietto, tutti mi chiedono, tutti mi vogliono, tutti mi chiedono, tutti mi vogliono, quale parrucca, resto la barba, resto il biglietto, e figaro, 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 Christopher Clayton performing Largo al Factotum from Rossini's Barber of Seville, the comic opera of comic operas. Chris, that that is such a famous piece, and I would say everyone will be singing along, except the words are too fast. <laughs> well, yeah, that is... You can just sing la-la-la. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played this role before? I haven't, actually. That was one of, the, one of the reasons I was really excited to do this. Was just, I've always wanted to do it. That's such a fun... Such a fun. So, how role. much time do you spend on all those tongue twisters and alliteration? That... Well, I mean, I've known the aria for a long time, but uh, when I was in graduate school, I did it, and one of the teachers I had, um, Warren Jones, he said, "No, I used to always say la 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 la, 
you know, and that's really easy. He said, no, 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 you can't say that. It's written, la, 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 lera, la, lera, la, lera, la, lera. And I spent so much time in front of the, <laughs> front of the, front of the mirror just doing la, 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 Well, that, we know that's been a Woody Woodpecker, Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig, Daffy Duck, Sylvester, Tom and Jerry, even in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> that, that piece has appeared. So definitely a crowd favorite. And that's the opening scene, is it not? Yeah, the, the the tenor sings a little aria first and come out and just say, yeah, who's who's the man? That's just it's me. <laughs> okay, well, you have quite a nice beard, so I don't know how much barbering experience you have. <laughs> Not too much. Uh. Uh, I, I wanted to also ask about the setting of the show. Uh, Elizabeth Hansen is the director. I understand it's being set in the Wild West. So yeah, this gives yeah. Spaghetti Western a whole new a whole new meaning. Well, yeah, it's it's a it's it's a little different than Spain, you know, uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. So, well, we're used to seeing Shakespeare sometimes put into a different time period. Hmm. And have you done much of this in opera? Yeah, there's. I mean, it's pretty pretty common to change the time. Sometimes a little, sometimes a lot. I mean, the time in this one's not the big change, really. I mean, it's a little later, certainly, than you would expect, but. Seville, Spain, and Seville, Texas in the Old West are a little different in how... Um, so, I mean, six-shooter, ten-gallon hat, boots, or... My only weapon is scissors and a razor, but um, there, are, there, are, there, are, there are a number of six-shooters. I got left out because I'm a man of peace, I guess. Right. <laughs> well done. Thank you, uh, Christopher Clayton, performing the role of Figaro with the Utah Lyric Opera. Next, we're going to be hearing from Rosina. And this is her aria. She sings from her seclusion. If you remember, she's kept pretty much under lock and key in Dr. Bartola's house. We'll be hearing her famous aria, A Little Voice Just Echoed in My Heart, Una Voce Poco Fa.
Voce Poco Fa from the Barber of Seville, performed by Demarie Brown. 
I'm Stephen Cap Perry, talking this hour with artists from the Utah Lyric Opera's latest production of Rossini's comic opera. At the piano today, you've been hearing the flying fingers of maestro Nicolas Giusti uh, from near Rome in Italy, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for inviting me. When we think of Italy, we've got Rossini, Bellini, Puccini, Verdi, Monteverdi, Donizetti. Italy knows how to do opera. When did you first become acquainted with opera? Were you huh. very young? My my history is very strange because I, I, when I was a child, I hated the the, the <laughs> opera <laughs> because because my father had. A big collection, the opera, as normally in the the in our home in Italy, the, the my father, my grandfather, he uh, they grow with opera, and in my in my ha- house, every way, every every night, every evening, I hear the the opera, uh, and uh, I I I made a prophecy when I. I will be a musician. I never, <laughs> I never played <laughs> opera. This is a prophecy, incredible uh, prophecy. And uh, this is my, my, my first time in the opera house is 24 years. I start with the really? pianist. Yeah, 24 years. I start because I hated the, the opera. <laughs> So have your feelings changed? Yes, my feelings changed. <laughs> I, 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 too, uh, I th- thank you, my father, for this because he, uh, he don't know, you don't knew this, but for me, is it was very important to to listen every day. What is it about Rossini's music that has made it endure for so long? We still love to hear it. Uh, I don't. I don't understand very well. Uh, Why do we still like Rossini so much? Now, uh, mm-hmm. in in Italy, uh-huh. uh, it's, uh, Rossini. You know, we have we have the broadcast television Rai. You know, Rai television. You know, when when uh, in the past, I think uh, until uh, fifteen years ago. The first music when the, the 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 broadcast to begin is the the final Guglielmo Tell, uh, and, and the music, the music for the broadcast high was the Guglielmo Tell final. So they heard it's, it every day. Every, every day, yes. When the broadcast to begin in the morning, no, and the Italian people listen every day this this in the broadcast. Well, we're going to hear a piece now. In fact, Maestro, if you want to take your seat at the piano, we are going to hear, well, we're going to hear an excerpt uh, from first a duet, and then later we're going to hear an excerpt from the overture. This music is so familiar. Even people who don't know they're hearing the Barber of Seville will often perk up their ears and say, oh, this one I know. And we should mention Maestro Giusti of his many interesting projects during his career. One that had him at the keyboards was being pianist for Franco Zeffirelli's film Callus Forever about Maria Callas. Uh, Right now we're going to hear music from the first act of Rossini's opera. This is Figaro and Rosina's duet, Dunque io son. Dunque 
Figaro Rosina duet, that's Dunque Io Son from the Barber of Seville, Act One, performed by Christopher Clayton and Demarie Brown from the Utah Lyrica Opera. You're hearing us live on Highway 89. Demarie Brown, I understand it's Dr. Brown now. It is, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Texas transplant, but that's from the University of Utah, your PhD. Yes. I have heard that Rossini is a real test for sopranos, for agility. What does that mean? Lots of 16th notes and... And big jumps? Exactly. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> Lots of 16th notes and big jumps. A lot of practicing goes on in that, especially for a role like this, which is which is really written for a, a contralto or a mezzo-soprano. Going from low to high is quite difficult, and especially if you have to do it really fast. Well, I, I heard, especially on one of the opening sections, some really low notes yes. in there for, yes. for a soprano. Yes. Well, since Rossini was a fan of these tongue-twisting, word-driven librettos, we're, we're going to play a game here. Called composer or pasta. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> we're going to give you an Italian word. It's either a pasta or it's the name of a composer. We're not expecting you're going to get 100%. You probably I didn't. got this. You I, got this. I okay. might get a couple wrong. We'll see. Hey, uh, anyone in the room, your compadres here are I'll welcome. I'll look at Juicy. To... <laughs> yeah. So don't feel bad if you miss any because uh, I won't tell you how, how horribly bad I was at this. <laughs> but let's try this, okay? Uh, Zipoli. Zipoli? Oh my. Zipoli, composer or pasta? Composer. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Domenico Zipoli, Italian Baroque composer, actually moved to Argentina in Cordoba and oh. did most of his writing there, one of the earliest. Okay. Composer or pasta? Tagliarini. I'm going to say pasta. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very but good. I got this. I, I see I see you got this by looking over at our Ita- Italian well, transplant he... here. <laughs> It's a ribbon pasta. Okay, so I like this one. This one's fun to say. Matsoki, composer That's a or composer. pasta composer? Yes, yeah. Domenico Matsoki. Okay, this one a little harder. Pizzetti, composer. <laughs> I would have said it's a little personal pizza, it's, it's but a yes, you're right. It's a it, it's a personal composer. Uh, till 1968, he's a more contemporary Italian composer. Oh, okay, two more. This one, ready? Pasta or composer? Fiori. Uh, it means flowers. Uh, yes. But I, you know, uh, pasta. You are right, yes. and you did that on your own. I could see there. <laughs> yes, it's an extruded pasta that's in the shape of little flowers, has little petals. And here's here's our our, our final one: composer or pasta? Torelli. Torelli. Composer. Yes. <laughs> Giuseppe Torelli, born in Bologna, mm. to just get more food in there. <laughs> so, okay, and there's one question we have to know. I mean, here's this duet with Figaro and Rosina, but it's Count Almaviva, who really wants, well, is after her. Yes. Who gets the gal in this? Well, Almaviva, of course. Figaro's there to help him. You know, you give, you give Figaro some incentive and he can, get, he can work wonders for you. And that's what he did. He helped bring the two together. So, 
Thank you so much. Uh, Demarie Brown, now Dr. Demarie Brown, singing the role of Rosina with the Utah Lyric Opera. Now we're going to hear an excerpt from the overture to Rossini's Barber of Seville, performed by the music director. He is... uh, Will you be in the pit? Is this accompanied by piano or with orchestra? Orchestra, Orchestra, but we're going to hear hear it today on the piano from uh, Nicolas Giusti. Thank you. 
from the Barber of Seville. We've just heard excerpt from the overture performed by the musical director. He'll be directing the orchestra for the actual performance, but that not bad if you can happen to play the entire piano on the or the entire orchestra on the piano, Maestro Nicolas Justi. That concludes this edition of Highway 89. Our guests have been singers from the Utah Lyric Opera's latest production, The Barber of Seville. And uh, that is in a Wild West setting, this particular production. We want to thank our guests today, Christopher Clayton playing Figaro, Demarie Brown, who is singing the role of Rosina, and, of course, the conductor, Nicholas Giusti. And thanks as well to Christopher Holmes for helping arrange today's performance and spontaneous, proactive page-turning from Abby Horlocker. The Utah Lyric Opera is based in Utah Valley, and past seasons have included major concerts and opera productions at Provo City's Covey Center for the Arts. One of the key aims of the Utah Lyric Opera is developing emerging artists through its Summer Opera Workshop training program. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our producer, Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.